Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So they had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler, the weekend warrior, those of us that like to get down a little bit of money on our NFL action that's what we're doing here at The Juice. Uh, Going to take a cheap second to plug my other show, The Dynasty Warzone. You can find that on the Player Profiler YouTube channel as well as the podcast channel that drops on Thursdays. Thursday morning, 6 a.m. for the podcast and Thursday afternoon around 5-ish for the YouTube show. Uh, we'll be back to live streaming the Dynasty Warzone on Sundays at the conclusion of the regular season. Those of you that play Dynasty Fantasy Football, you'll want to tune in as we start our rookie content. So I am going to jump right into this thing. I have uh, have done my plugs for my show. I do want to plug the show of some friends at Player Profiler. Billy Muzio and Bradley Stadler, they host The Dominator, and they do it live on Saturday nights. 9 p.m. Now, when you have a co-host and, and you know someone can jump in and answer questions, and that's what they do. Billy was at one time the number one ranked ranker per Fantasy Pros, and Bradley's not too shabby himself. So please check out The Dominator. It's a live stream. It's a YouTube show. There's no point in making it a podcast because they're there to help with like start sit questions or just to give some general advice for those of us that set lineups, whether that's redraft or dynasty fantasy football, and and maybe some information that they drop could help you with a player prop. So that is the plugs. I've got a little business to take care of, and we'll get into the show. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them not so much until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be, and now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. There you go. Check out our friends at BetOpenly. Use that promo code Underworld and see what kind of betting shenanigans you can get into over there. Well, let's jump into Circus Survivor. Not really a crazy week last week. Not a whole lot of people eliminated. They dropped in the neighborhood of like 75, I think I'm looking at right here. They're down to 1,153 total entries, which makes every entry worth around $8,000. So it's a lot of money. Eight grand is, is, I don't care how much money I make, eight grand is always going to be a lot of money. And these guys have been selling them. I, I, I follow this Twitter handle. It's called at Survivor Sweat. 
and it posts a lot of survivor information great follow if you plan on doing survivor for for 2024 but they talk about these things being sold they they the tweet that i, I pulled up here they said a team was sold for eight thousand dollars so basically exactly what the implied value was and then two hours later an entry sold for fifteen thousand dollars so that's why I play. Um, I, I want to be able to sell my entry. Um, I want to make a good a good ROI. I don't don't think I'm going to get, you know, to, to to the millions. But that is a quick update on Circus Survivor. So uh, let's recap last week's Survivor, and we'll get into the pickums. But last week, I, I think the number one pick across the board was Cleveland. Uh, I'm looking at the data right now. 647 entries last week had the Browns. That was followed by the Saints. Now, I had the Saints as a quote-unquote ballsy pick last week, um, playing Tyler Bajant and, and the Bears. Bears came out and gave them all they could handle, but they got by. And then one of my ballsy plays was Atlanta hosting the Kirk Cousinless Vikings. I guess I didn't read enough into Josh Dobbs because Josh Dobbs come in and did a really nice job to lead this team back and obviously the last drive was what it was and then green bay hosting the staffordless rams that was another win not not i i called it ballsy because i didn't believe in jordan love or the packers but they got there so on the this week if, if you're still doing survivor the only lock on the board is dallas uh i could see where you would want to use dallas in week 12 but because you, you've, you've got to pick one, at least if you're doing a survivor mirroring contest where it mirrors the survivor uh, from Circa, you have to pick one on Thanksgiving and then you have to pick uh, one on the, the Sunday slate, and which in and of itself is not ridiculous, but you've got Dallas and Washington. I've already used Washington. This is as if my pick were still alive. You have the... Packers and the Lions. I've already used the Lions and I wouldn't take the Packers. Then you have Cowboys at Washington. So it's going to get really inter uh, interesting. And I think the ballsy plays this week are the Bengals hosting Houston. Uh, they're a seven point favorite. It's a pretty good sized favorite. Houston's going to be it without Nico Collins. They've got some guys on the IR. But you know, the Bengals have T. Higgins already ruled out. Jamar Chase is banged up. That's why I called this one ballsy. I'm going to talk more about the Bengals here as I get to the Pickhams. And then the really ballsy one is the Colts playing New England. The Colts defense, if you go by DVOA, they're actually a pretty decent defense. And New England's offense is bad. And without certain key players like both cornerbacks, it's going to be real hard for New England to shut the Colts down. So, if you want to get ballsy and you're trying to win it all, maybe you use the Colts. But that's the Pick'em Notes. Uh, little, little survivor before we get to the Pick'ems, and uh, we'll just go. So last week, obviously, had a really good week. Went 5-0 and last week against the spread right here in my contest. I shared it last week. Felt really good. Um, we, we'd had a couple of, you know, one and four weeks this year. We had a two and three week. Uh, but this pulled us dead even for the season. We came into the week at 16, 21, and 3. Going into week 9, coming out of week 9, we're 21, 
21 and three, right back to 500. Hopefully, we're building on that momentum. Uh, I'll recap last week's pickems real quick, just for those that maybe didn't catch last week's show. Last week, I had the Chiefs minus one and a half uh, playing Miami, the fish. And if Patrick Mahomes is an underdog or a favorite of less than three points, it's always going to be on my card. Always, always, always. It's it's just been so good over the years. I had the Colts minus two at Carolina. Thanks to the pick sixes from Kenny Moore, this game never really felt in in doubt. Although I think Carolina's defense is better than 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 maybe we we realized. I had the Commanders plus three, which was nice. Uh, they they won outright, and again, this just goes back to how bad New England's offense is. I wasn't banking on the straight up win, but but I'll certainly take it. I had the Packers minus three at home to the Rams, uh, and then that was another one. It was never really in doubt. The pack pulled away late. Uh, just the Rams just looked so bad they signed Carson Wentz. So that was my fourth win. And then the final one, the, the funnest, wildest game of the weekend. This one actually cost me probably 200 bucks of, of real money. Uh, we do a pick them at work where you pick every game against the spread. It's 10 bucks. Uh, I finished in second because I had uh, Tampa Bay beating Houston outright, and that last second touchdown cost me the win. But because the kicker was hurt and they didn't kick the extra point, I ended up getting this cover because I had Tampa Bay plus the three, Houston one by two, allowed me to get to five and oh, felt really, really good. So, again, on the season in my pick 'em contest, through the uh, the guys over at pregame.com. I am a whopping 21, 21, and five. Dead even through five games. Going to get a little momentum going. And like I said, my goal is to finish 55%. Stretch goal would be 60%. Let's see what we can do. So I'm going to jump into this week's picks. I'm going to pull them up on the screen for those watching live on YouTube. And the first game... I'm going to take the Saints minus two and a half. And I know that that might be a little counterintuitive. Uh, the the Vikings have, have looked good. I think they've won four or five, if memory has served me correctly. And they got Josh Dobbs comes in, comes into the the team and you know wins the first game in heroic fashion. This is more about the play on the Saints. I'm 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 getting the better team. I'm getting the the better defense, kind of, but I'm I'm I believe that the Saints are the best team in the NFC South. I think this is a game that they'll win by more than a field goal. If this number was three, it would not be on my card. And before I go any further, I do want to mention that this week was a tough week to find games that I really, really liked because some numbers moved. This is a contest. These numbers come out and they adjust unless you lock in. Now, you can lock in, I believe, as early as Wednesday. I usually lock in on Friday because that's the day I prepare for the show. And it's it's burned me at times, and it's also helped me at times. But at this, this Saints number been at three. I would not be on the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints minus two and a half uh, as my first game. The next game, I'm going to take the Bengals minus six. This is... I think there's there's too much recency bias in gambling right now. And and all that we remember, and, and, and that goes back to my previous game. All, all that we remember is Josh Dobbs and 
you know, game-winning touchdown. That's the last thing the lines maker saw. But I know that Josh Dobbs has been on seven teams, and some teams twice. And I, I know that while he's great in small samples, I think over the long haul, a good defense, especially a defensive-minded head coach that's that's had success like the Saints, I think that, that will be fine. And then the same thing with the Bengals. All that we remember is that the the Houston Texans won in dramatic fashion. C.J. Stroud had an amazing game. He threw for 470 yards, if I remember, five touchdowns. That's all that we remember. But we're not looking at the fact that the Bengals just went to San Francisco, beat them in their own house. We've seen for years that's very tough to do under Kyle Shanahan. Then, then they hold Buffalo to 18 points, and now they have the Bengals. I'm excuse me. Now they have the the, the Texans. Again, if this number was seven, seven and a half, wouldn't be on my card. I think the Bengals win. Joe Burrow looks great since coming back from the bye. I'm going to take the Bengals, and I'm going to lay the six. This next game is one of the numbers that I referred to that moved. Uh, I've got the Lions minus three. If I had a hook on it, if it was three and a half, this would not be on my card. It would not be one of my my picks. Uh, But I, I do like the Lions here. I mean, Justin Herbert's coming off of a game where he threw 136 yards. Uh, and, and by the way, that helped one of my props that I'll get to here in just a minute. But th- this Lions team, I think this is a game that if you're going to be moving into that 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 upper third, that upper fourth of the league where you're considered a legitimate week-in, week-out contending franchise, then you've got to win this game coming off of the bye after not, you know, not playing last week. The the Chargers went across the country all the way from LA to New York on a short week. They played Monday night football. You had the rest. You have the rest advantage. You should be healthier. This is all about the rest spot and the Lions ascending to that next level. I'll take the Lions minus three at the LA Rams. They'll probably bite me in the ass because that's what the the, the Chargers have done all year. Uh, Cardinals, this is an odd one. I'm, I'm taking the worst record team in the league, and I'm taking plus two at home. This is as much a fade on Arizona as it is. I think you're going to get that Kyler Murray bounce. I think you know initially people will be very excited he's back. The home crowd should be into it. It looks like they may have James Conner for this game. I know they opened up his 21-day window uh for his you know coming off of the IR Buda Baker's back and and then you have Atlanta you know Atlanta was the team that Minnesota beat on the last second but this is more about the head coach and some of the we'll call it controversy if you're a fantasy gamer a dynasty gamer you know what Arthur Smith has been through in the media with his usage of Bijan and Kyle Pitts and even Drake London and, and I think this is a team starting to slowly feel the, the chaos created by the head coach. So I'm going to take the Kyler Murray bump. I'm a little nervous because Call of Duty 3 came out this weekend, and we all know Kyler loves him some Call of Duty, but that's okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to bounce uh, bounce with Kyler, and I've got a Trey McBride prop coming up here in, in the pick'ems here, the props in just a minute. And then uh, my final one, I'm going to take the Jets plus one at the Raiders. 
I know Zach Wilson has looked bad. And I know this game is in Las Vegas, but I expect a big Jets crowd. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of that in Vegas. I think it's going to be like 50-50 because if if you're a fan of the team and, and you have the means to travel, when you pull your team's schedule up and you see that away game in Vegas, isn't that where you want to go? Kind of makes sense considering that the, the, the Raiders have, I believe, the highest resale ticket value of any team in the NFL. That notwithstanding, I'm going to take the Jets. I, again, it's Aiden O'Connell versus Zach Wilson. Do I think Zach Wilson's better than Aiden O'Connell? Maybe, but this is really about the Jets' defense. It has been so good. I mean, like I said, I just mentioned they held Justin Herbert to 136 yards. They held they held Patrick Mahomes to 203 yards. I'm going to get into some Jets defensive stats here in my player props here in just a minute. But again, this is all about the uh, the Jets defense and, and, and a complete fate of the Raiders. I think they got the big bounce last week. They brought, they brought in Antonio Pierce. Uh, the team was all smoking stogies. Allegedly, they were out till like three in the morning partying like they won the Super Bowl. I guess ding dong, the witch is dead. Josh McDaniel's gone, but. I don't think that translates two games in a row. You're still a, a sub-500 team with, uh, with with a lot more issues than we may realize. So I'm going to take the Jets. I'm taking the better, the best unit on the field. You know, the, the Raiders defense, the Raiders offense, the Jets offense, and the Jets defense. The Jets defense, best unit on the field. So I'm going to take the Jets. Whenever I mention the Jets. The goddamn Jets. I hope I'm not saying the goddamn Jets next week, but that is uh, that, that that is my pickums for the week. My my picks against the spread. That's my five at 500 going into the week. So I'm going to get into a new way that I'm going to do my player props for the week. But if you're looking for a place to play player props, go to Underdog. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games specifically underdog pick'ems and how do you do it well you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout you also look for a shit show game three four five six guys in one game that's right you can do it you can do it and you can 100x your payout on underdog think about week one Jets Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Well, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota is going to be in comeback mode. So we'll go Cousins. Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than. Madison, less than. But also, Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. There you go. I'm getting ready to start with my player props for the week. And if you're looking for a spot and it's legal near you, check out our friends at Underdog. So I'm going to do this a little bit differently. I am going to give you uh, an official prop for every time window 
of the weekend. I'm going to give you one for the the Germany game between the Colts and the Patriots. And I'm going to give you a 1 o'clock, a 4 o'clock, a Sunday nighter, and a Monday nighter. So if you wanted to do a mechanical parlay, and for those of you that are new or have never done a mechanical parlay, let's say hypothetically you bet $5. Now, you would have to do this at a sports book. The pick them sites like Underdog, you have to pick a minimum of three. But you could go to BetMGM Grand and use promo code UNDERWORLD. And you can go there, and then you could you know bet that first game, and you could bet $5. And then you win 10. I know it's not 10. There'll be juice. But then you bet the 10 on the 1 o'clock window. You win that one. You bet the 20 on the 4. You bet the 40 on the 8. You bet the 80 on and, – and you see the point. That's how you turn this into a mechanical parlay. You can parlay these together however you want. I'm going to give you 10 total picks. I'm going to give you one that I'm, I'm making official – and just another one that I like. It was a really good week of seeing props that I like. I am going to do my best to get these on the the YouTube page so that you guys can see them and uh, make them make sense. First one, official bet on my props is going to be Jonathan Taylor over two and a half receptions. Now you got to lay the juice. You got to lay a buck sixty, but I'm going Jonathan Taylor over two and a half. The Patriots are currently giving up five and a half receptions to the running back on the season per game. So, you know, that 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 would be if Jonathan Taylor gets half, we're in good shape. And since Jonathan Taylor's come back from the IR himself, he's went over two and a half and three of five games, including five catches last week. I think that's how the Colts will have to move the ball. And as he's gotten healthier, he's gotten more involved in the game. So my official play of the day, if you will, is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Now, if you're watching, uh, I'll mention the Hunter Henry over two and a half, and, and then I will actually talk about Hunter Henry. He's my he's my non-official play, just another bet that I like. So the first one, Taylor over two and a half, official. Hunter Henry over 30 and a half receiving yards. The Colts are giving up six plus tight end catches per game. And it really feels like the Patriots are not including Mike Gusecki. RIP Mike Gusecki. I was a big Mike Gusecki guy when he went to the Patriots. But I think you're going to see a good game out of Hunter Henry. And the last time that the Colts played the Patriots, actually the last several times, Hunter Henry has had himself a day. There's something about this defense that just appeals to Hunter Henry. So official play. The 9 a.m. Eastern time window, Jonathan Taylor over two and a half receptions. And Hunter Henry is the bonus, if you will, for 30 and a half yards. So give me just a second here. I will move into the one o'clock window. And uh, my my first one of the day is Will Levis. I am going to go one o'clock. Will Levis over 217 and a half passing yards. I loved what I saw out of the kid in the first game of the season against Atlanta and Tampa Bay has just been so damn bad against the pass. It is ridiculous. Every quarterback they've played this year, except a hurt Derek Carr, when they played against the Saints, Derek Carr had a shoulder issue and then against Justin Fields. And Justin Fields has not thrown over 200 yards in a lot of games, so kind of threw that one out the window, but everyone else has flown past 217 yards. And as much as you may say, hey, well, what if they lean on Derrick Henry? Well, they could. They could lean on Derrick Henry, but 
that's the one thing that the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do well is stop the run. So I'm going Will Levis over 217 and a half coming off the extended break. He last played 10 days ago on Thursday night football and against a pretty game Steelers defense. So I like this one. I like over 217 and a half. My other one o'clock bet that I like just so that you know you you have maybe an option if you don't like Will Levis is going to be George Kittle over 39 and a half receiving yards. Jacksonville's been given up about 60 yards a game to the tight end position. Uh, Debo should be back, which should help. Uh, obviously, Brandon Ayuk's having a nice season if you're a, a fantasy player, but I, I, I think George Kittle is coming on, and we've seen that in recent games. And I think this game's a shootout. Some of my favorite gambling pros have this game listed as one they're betting over. And when Brock Purdy needs someone and needs someone to get him those yards and, and that like that safety blanket, it's George Kittle. So that's my backup play. Official play, Will Levis, over 217 passing yards. Bonus play, George Kittle, over 39 and a half on the receiving yards. Got to move on to the 4 o'clock game. I, I just saw one of my 4 o'clock game bets, and I found my two evening game bets. There we go. My first one, my official play. Uh, I'm putting a lot of faith in Kyler Murray. I'm putting Trey McBride, big Trey McBride guy, over three and a half catches. He's been on fire. He had the, the 14 target game a couple of weeks ago. And we've seen, if you go back and look at the tight end usage with Kyler Murray, especially with Zach Ertz, who's not playing because he's on the IR, I think this is going to be a, a higher scoring game than we may realize. And I don't think we're going to see a lot of running around Kyler. Uh, I think Kyler is going to be looking to get it out of his hands. He's always uh, been a fan of the tight end position. So I'm taking Trey McBride over three and a half receptions. My other prop in the four o'clock window is going to be Jackson Smith and Jigba over three and a half catches. Uh, a little bit more juice on this game. It's minus a buck 35, but JSN has had three plus catches in every game but one this year. And he's had uh, three, he's had four or more in three of the last four. So he would have hit this number in three of his last four weeks. Um, it's my bonus play. But that is one that, that you could potentially add if you don't like my McBride prop. Uh, 8 o'clock. Let's go to 8 o'clock window. We're going to go to Brees Hall. Official play, Brees Hall over two and a half catches. I just don't know if the bookmakers have caught up to the fact that it's the Brees Hall show in, in New York. I just it, – it's the craziest thing. He has hit over – three receptions, five games in a row. And I think all they're doing is just doing an average because he had a zero and he had two games with one. So maybe that averages him somewhere around four. But he's hit this five games in a row. You do have to lay some juice. You have to lay a buck 45. But easy over for me, Brees Hall over two and a half yards. And then I'm going to back the, the Jets passing defense once again. Uh, they won me a prop last week, and I didn't cover my winners last week. I had Josh Jacobs under three and a half receptions. It's pretty easy. He had zero. I had Justin Herbert under 251 passing yards. 
He had a buck 36. That one was easy. The one that I knew I was in trouble was Kate Otten. I had Kate Otten under three and a half receptions. He had five targets on like the first drive. It was crazy. It was like Baker only had eyes for Kate Otten. He ended up with a couple of touchdowns. So I got beaten that one. Last week went two and one in props, but I mentioned the Justin Jefferson prop. Uh, it was against the Jets defense, and I'm going to the well again. Uh, this is my bonus play. This is Aiden O'Connor under, yeah, O'Connell, not Connor, um, under 206 and a half yards. This Jets defense has just been mauling people. They've given up more than 206 yards to three quarterbacks all year. Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts. Now, when I say these names, which name does not belong? Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Aiden O'Connell. Pretty simple. It's, it's Aiden O'Connell. And also, the guys they have held under 206, Mac Jones, yeah, he's he mid. Patrick Mahomes, he's, he's pretty good. They held Patrick Mahomes to 203. Russell Wilson, under 200. They held Tommy DeVito. So if you think that Aiden O'Connell is somewhere between Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor, they gave up those, those two guys combined seven yards. Seven. And then last week, Herbs. Herbs had a buck 36. So this is my bonus play. Aiden O'Connell under, excuse me, 217 and a half, 206 and a half passing yards. And then Monday night, Monday night football official play is going to be my man, Javante Williams. Um, continues to see targets. I think this is a game where they'll be playing from behind. And the Buffalo defense is not what it was in week one, two, or three. They've had so many injuries on that side of the ball at like all these different uh, levels. They lost Milano, the linebacker. They lost Daquan Jones, the, the defensive tackle. They lost Tredarius, uh, uh, Tredavious White, the, the cornerback. They're banged up. They're signing guys off the street. I like Javante here. So my official play, Javante over 16 and a half receiving yards. And then my bonus play on Monday Night Football, if you're looking for another one, it's Dalton Kincaid. Um, now, this is a big one. Now, you actually get positive juice. You get 105 for every 100 you bet. But it's five and a half receptions. And you may say that's that's a lot. And you're right. But he's had five or more in, in three straight games. And he's averaged over that three-game span, he's averaging nine targets a game right now. Uh, they're looking to get him involved. It makes sense. He was their number one draft pick back in the back in the late spring, early summer. So clearly they're wanting to get him involved. But there you go. A little, little something different than I normally do. I had been doing three. Uh, I am winners on the season in props. We're 14 and 13 on the season. Uh, but I'm going to add in a couple of props, make it a little bit more fun. So that way, if you want to do a mechanical parlay or you decide to do some of these props, totally cool. Um, but I put out five. So there you go. So I'll just read those off real, real quick. The official plays, Jonathan Taylor, over two and a half receptions. I have Will Levis, over 217 and a half passing yards. I have Trey McBride, over three and a half catches. I have Aiden O'Connell, under 200 and a, 206 and a half passing yards. And then on Monday night, we've got Javante Williams, over 16 and a half receiving yards and then the bonus picks i'll go through those as well i've got hunter henry over 30 and a half receiving yards 
I've got George Kittle over 39 and a half receiving yards. I've got Jackson Smith and Jigba over three and a half receptions. And then I have Aiden. Oh, oh, excuse me. I have Brees Hall. Let me, let me, let me flip that. I have Aiden O'Connell as my bonus and Brees Hall over two and a half receptions as my official play at the four o'clock. I had those in, inverted. And then finally, Dalton Kincaid plus five and a half receptions against the, uh, the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. But there you go. That is the show. Um, and that'll be the format we have going forward. I am checking with Theo and Matt and Billy, the the, the directors and the owners o- over at uh, Player Profiler to see if we can do a bonus Thursday edition of the juice. Um, maybe we can do one Wednesday night before the Thursday night games. We'll do a short little quick hitter. Uh, maybe we'll preview the weekend, see if we can get some better line moves, and I'll get that out. If if not, I'll, I'll tweet them out, but I'll let you guys know next Friday. I'll be back next Friday doing the juice. Then it's Thanksgiving. Guys, we're past the halfway point, but we'll be here all the way through the regular season and all the way up through the Super Bowl. Um going to work on getting some guests during the playoffs because there'll be less games to cover, uh, less to pick from, and... That's something to look forward to as well. We're winning on the season. It's It's been a rocky road, and, and this is why I don't bet parlays. Um, here's the thing. If you stuck around this long, here's the betting advice. Parlays are so damn hard to beat, and I'm, I'm not trying to be you know, Debbie Downer or a negative Nancy because we're sponsored by companies that, that do parlays like Underdog, but they're hard to beat incredibly hard to beat you know why do you think these these prize picks and this picks and that picks why do you think they're popping up out of nowhere i just saw jake paul the youtube sensation boxer just started his own pick em thing the reason why these things are popping out of nowhere is because they're profitable and you know who pays those profits us as sports betters i like action i like action on my nfl games thinking about getting into baseball betting a little bit this summer um, from what I've learned and read, it can be a, a profitable venture, but that's why I'm not a big fan of parlays. That's why I'm not a big fan of the pickums. Um, I do contests. Uh, I would never pick five games against the spread on a Sunday, two days before, but I do have a couple of games that I really like and, you know, but I had to pick five, gave you five of those. And then the player props, this might've been my favorite week for player props of the season, but uh, remember, the, the, the little sound drop you get at the beginning of this show in the intro, remember, bet with your head. Don't bet over it. There are tons of resources out there. If gambling and betting have become an issue for you, please use those. Um, and if you need them and you can't find them, DM me at DWZ Memphis on Twitter. I'll forward them to you. But have fun. Get a couple of bucks down. You know, maybe it's a pizza bet where you bet. $20 on like no like, like a nice pizza cost you 20 bucks or so or you want to do like a subway bet where you bet five ten bucks cool keep it within your budget make it fun and uh be smart out there but until next time i'm going to get out of here and uh have a great week go win some money and uh, have fun hey i want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in it's important to me that all of our media be free this is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you 
especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Figure with a little juice. No, we think that juice. When we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak